You're listening to The Main Course, where food is serious business. Listen along for insights, strategies, forecasts, and thought leadership from the front lines of food with your host, Barbara Castiglia. Welcome to The Main Course. I'm Barbara Castiglia of Modern Restaurant Management. Today, we're going to be talking about scary stuff, artificial intelligence and the restaurant industry. And hopefully by the end of the conversation, it won't seem too scary. And my guest today is Jerry Abiag, who is of um, Standard Insights and iOrder. He's going to explain what he does in relation to the restaurant industry and all about artificial intelligence use in the restaurant industry. So Jerry, I guess, give me a little bit of background on who you are and and AI and kind of what people need to know. I, I mean, I know people have seen the movie AI and artificial intelligence and all that. And, and it is kind of a scary term, you know, but is it something that needs to be redefined for people? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, Barbara, thanks for uh, having me on your show. So, uh, yeah, real quick about my background. Uh, my name is Jerry Abiog, and I am one of the uh, co-founders of uh, Standard Insights. And what we are is we're an AI as a service uh, growth uh, marketing platform. And a little bit about my background. So I've had uh, around 25 years of sales and marketing experience. So uh, 10 years ago, I left the corporate world and started my own business helping software companies with sales and marketing initiatives. And along the way, had had great successes where companies I helped had successful exits and but also had some failures and one of those failures was a client of mine it was an AI uh, machine learning uh, software and while we had a great idea it was an utter bust and as they say in life you learn most from your failures and what I learned uh, two big lessons at the time was number one regardless of what software platform you have it has to be easy to use and solve your customers or potential customers business problem and number two there was something bubbling beneath the surface with regards to ai driven applications so much so there was a study put out by grandview research at the end of last year that the AI industry is projected to grow to roughly $400 billion in, uh, by 2025. So as my client that I was working with was imploding through serendipitous events, I met my future co-founder. He was visiting Atlanta from Chennai, India. He used to work and live in Atlanta and he used to uh, work for General Electric as a technological architect. He pitched me this platform he was working on. It was an AI as a service platform to help businesses drive repeat buyers. And knowing what I learned from a prior startup, I thought his idea had enough legs where I, uh, within a few weeks, flew from Atlanta to Denver for the outdoor retail show, pitching my platform or this platform at its early stage. And when I came back to Atlanta a week later, I had secured uh, two beta uh, beta clients uh, for standard for standard insights. So we started off in the e-commerce realm, and then eventually started to morph into the uh, brick brick and mortar and restaurant space. So I guess you can kind of explain a little bit about AI's business uses, um, kind of general examples of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So AI at a Cliff Notes level is getting a computer to think and act like a human. We're seeing this in uh, in business today. Most people know about Amazon and their product recommendations, uh, Netflix and their movie recommendations. We're uh, seeing AI being used in uh, self-driving cars as well as facial recognition software. So uh, AI at, at the Cliff Notes version is getting a computer to think and act like a human. Uh, and what it does is looking at different types of patterns and acting on those patterns. So that's a uh, you know, high level definition of artificial intelligence. What kind of got you interested in this and so passionate about it? Yeah, just the... Uh, future opportunities and future applications of artificial intelligence uh, in a wide uh, variety of verticals. That's what really got me pumped up at my last client. And then now as we begin to uh, grow and morph in a host of other verticals. How is AI used in restaurants right now and kind of historically? Yeah, so uh, right now, the three uh, top examples, uh, McDonald's is number one. They actually had purchased one of our competitors, Dynamic Yield, a few years back. And what McDonald's and when they purchased Dynamic Yield, why they purchased them was to help them with uh, personalized recommendations. Number two, uh, Domino's is using AI to help better fine-tune recommendations, um, you know, for pizza. And number three, another thing that's pr- what I think is pretty neat, White Castle is using artificial intelligence uh, with, I don't know if you've heard about this Flippy the robot to help them make their burgers. So right now, there's are three examples on how uh, artificial intelligence is being used in the restaurant space. And see what it's been used, you know, historically, it's relatively new. Like uh, McDonald's bought Dynamic Yield. McDonald's is, the, I believe, the largest uh, restaurant franchise out there. And they just bought Dynamic Yield two years ago to help with their uh, menu recommendations. So the, use, the usage of AI in, re- in the restaurant space is relatively new. So what is Standard Insights and iOrder doing in this space? Yeah, so Standard Insights, um, it's an AI as a service growth marketing platform, and we help businesses prioritize and execute data-driven omni-channel campaigns. And why is this important? Well, it helps businesses target the right person with the right product or menu item in this case at the right time to drive both top and bottom line growth. And it's important now because it helps your business become competitive in a data-driven world with marketing precision using artificial intelligence. So uh, we started off in the e-commerce realm uh, two and a half years ago. And last year, we actually uh, delved into the into the restaurant space. Uh, two reasons. Number one, one of our competitors was purchased by McDonald's. And we figured, hey, if McDonald's is doing it, uh, other restaurants will soon follow. And number two, one of our other co-founders actually owns a restaurant. So we started this AI-driven digital menu last year. And to be honest, Barbara, we started pitching it to restaurants last year, and we kind of, we fell flat. Uh, I'll be honest. People weren't just ready to order from their phones. Uh, if they wanted to do uh, carry out, they just called their, they were their favorite restaurant. So we shelved it. 
last summer. And then COVID came, what, we're about a year into it now, uh, early 2020. Uh, we saw that there was going to be huge potential with AI-driven digital menus. So we pulled it out of the garage and then we um, named our uh, digital product menu service offering, if you will, to I order to give it the action oriented, I'm ordering something feel to it. So one of the things that you said about this is that um, it particularly can keep restaurants safe and profitable as they kind of recover from COVID. Um, how, how is that possible? So one thing uh, with, to address the safety issue, it's contactless uh, from end to end. So whether if you're in a restaurant doing dine-in or you're at home ordering delivery or for carry-out or takeaway, you order f- from the our platform or the app and make the payments and it's there without having to have another human uh, you know, touch you, if you will. And then with the profitability aspect of it is that it, you know, every, a lot of software companies out there or consultants will, will say, you know, uh, drive sales, right? And we're no different, but we, we peel back the onion, if you will, and focus on three things to help drive sales or improve average order values. Number one, customer experience. Number two, preventing customer indecision. And number three, we tell what the customer, you know, what to do next. And the only way this is done is by analyzing and synthesizing your restaurants or your the data of the restaurants. So the restaurateur can act on it and make those recommendations and improve the customer experience for his their client base or their customer base. So kind of walk me through that experience if I'm a customer and I walk in in a place, um, how does AI kind of lead me to make decisions? Yeah. So first, you'll have to know about um, the iOrder link. And one of the things that we do uh, for restaurants is help them establish their digital identity. So for us, um, it'll be... If you're a restaurateur and you um, you promote our link through social media campaigns or the simple QR code, it'll be yourrestaurant.iorder.menu. So the restaurateur's name takes center stage, and it's not it's not hidden. So when that's indexed, and someone's looking for uh, Thai food or sushi in your er- area, they can be found in your restaurant's uh, name take take center stage and that we all know that's important with search engine where you'll be found in your particular area so that's first and foremost get the digital identity established then once you walk into the restaurant or find your the ordering link uh, on the social media platforms you put, in, you put in your information, and when you first go in, uh, it'll give you an anonymous recommendation. Could be the top-selling items of that restaurant. But as it begins to learn your patterns and other people like you, that's when the personalized recommendations come in. Uh, take, for example, uh, your typical Thai restaurant. So the menu's typically segmented into appetizers, salads, main dishes, desserts, and um you know, beer and wine selection. So if you look at the main dishes, a typical Thai restaurant, those main dishes can be broken down to four components. Could be curries, 
fried rice, um, noodles, and and stir fry. And within those four four uh, selections, you could have um, four different dishes. And with those four different dishes, you could have choices for you know beef, chicken, seafood, veggie options, and then you go below that. Uh, heat options. So it could be mild, medium, hot, extra hot. So you take all this into account. Artificial intelligence, once it studies and figures out Barbara's favorite food items and Jerry's food, favorite food items, it can start not only making recommendations, but also upsell, cross-sell you. So if Barbara tends to order a beef dish in the curry section, maybe the algorithm will recommend beef dishes in the noodle section or fried rice section. Or for upsell, cross-sell, uh, you know, you're at home ordering, you order the main dish. Now it recommends food and drink uh, drink pairings with that. So if you order a beef dish, it may recommend red wine selection. Or if you order a chicken dish, it may recommend a white wine selection or appetizers or desserts. So things of that nature where in normal times, if you had a, uh, you had a waiter or waitress recommending who's properly trained can recommend you upsell, cross-sell uh, recommendations. Now that you don't have that, it's all being done digitally. So you were talking about a Thai restaurant, but the examples before you gave uh, people who are actually using it are, um, you know, QSRs, McDonald's, um, Domino's. Um, is, is this, is AI a practicality for an independent restaurant? Yeah, absolutely. So it started off uh, w with the uh, big chains, right? So, uh, but now we're taking our platform and making it easy and palatable to use for the mid-tier or even the mom and pops, the greasy spoon, uh, if you will, who may be at, at one point in time uh, adverse to different types of technology. So what would what would the advantages be for them and what, what are kind of the costs? So the advantages would be for them is drive um, repeat business uh, to the restaurant, not only with the restaurant, with upsell, cross-sell recommendations to increase the uh, average order value. So if you have a, your average order value, let's say it's $30 through recommendations of food, uh, other food or drink items, you can take that $30 ticket and increase it by to 40 bucks. So that's $10, 33%. So that's number one. Number two is once they leave the restaurant, how do you engage with your, with your clients? Or with your, uh, yeah, your restaurant patrons. And that's with data driven marketing outreach based on their favorite food and drink items. Number three could be using predictive and prescriptive analytics where AI could analyze all the order history, all the order data and predict with relative accuracy how many dishes will be sold at a certain time frame. And then number four, digital identity retention. So a lot of the, you know, AI has a lot of advantages aside from increasing sales or increasing average order value. Can you explain a little bit about predictive and prescriptive analytics, um, maybe with an example so that people kind of understand what, that, what they are? Yeah. So uh, 
we know that uh, food costs in restaurants uh, can be w- one of their higher expenditures. So, and you know, food doesn't last that long. The, the shelf life doesn't last that long. So, if you can predict with relative accuracy how many dishes or beef dishes, chicken dishes, or seafood dishes will be sold, you can uh, act accordingly. And what AI can do, it'll help you make decisions. Uh, smarter, faster, and more accurate instead of guessing. You previously mentioned a little bit about personalization. Um, In what other ways can AI um, help improve the customer experience? Yeah, so if you're being presented dishes that are your uh, favorite food items, you're more likely to order. And you, as a person, you're more likely to know that, hey, this restaurateur actually knows who I am and and what I like um, versus uh, just guessing. For example, uh, one of my favorite, I guess, food items, if you will, are are, uh, chicken wings. And the hotter, the better. And drinks I like are are the lager or Pilsner's type beer. So if a restaurateur sends me uh, or I log into their menu or they they um, sell me spicy food items or light beer, they're my best friend. Or they send me uh, marketing outreach, texts or emails of different um, dishes. They're my best friend. So if a restaurateur knows you and knows what you like, you're more likely to order from them versus someone that even though it's within the same menu item, that shows you a, f- a food or drink that's not to your liking. So that's one way that the restaurant can improve uh, better the customer experience by presenting food and drink items that someone's likely to order. You mentioned a, a few times marketing um, and how AI, by collecting all of this data, can really help fine-tune marketing. Um, so can you, can you kind of ex- explain... Um, you know, what are the best practices uh, for doing so? And, um, you know, what are some of the, I guess, the pitfalls maybe of um, of keeping so much data? Yeah. So, um, you know, with the data, they say the the data is the, the new oil and it, and it drives growth. And yes, it's a it's it's a buzzword, but uh, nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, you look at all these third-party apps out there, and it could be argued of their benefit and their high costs. But think about the amount of data that they're getting from all the uh, customers uh, using them and how it, with that data, they're helping grow their business. But yet, the uh, restaurants themselves don't typically don't have access to that data. So they really don't know what their... Um, you know, customers like. And number two, a lot of the point of sale systems, they're not cloud-based. They're all server-based. And knowing from experience, it's typically uh, very hard for these um, restaurant owners to access the data. So we make it simple is that you as a restaurant owner, not only get to retain your digital identity. So if you go to Spoon, S-P-O-O, n.iorder.menu, that's one of our clients. They get to retain their digital identity, but they 
but they also get their data. And within a few clicks of the mouse, they're able to execute uh, data-driven omni-channel campaigns. So now they can execute, once it's set up, an email, text, or WhatsApp campaign to get us, either Barbara or Jerry, to be um, repeat visitors. And to your point, could there be a disadvantage with data? Uh, yes and no. You don't want to bother your your uh, customers with relentless emails and texts about uh, menu offerings. So, uh, but when you do send that campaign out, you know that it's something that they're likely to order, and that's what one of the benefits of using artificial intelligence and leveraging your own data. You kind of hit on it a little bit before um, about uh, you know helping combat food waste, and improving sustainability. Um, but can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah. So, um, for example, if you're, if you're predicted to sell in, in one given night 10 beef dishes, you know, eight chicken dishes, and two seafood dishes, now you can plan accordingly on how much beef, chicken, and seafood that you have to, uh, that you stock or order for that particular day or week. So that, uh, and knowing so, it eliminates food waste. Because we go beyond uh, with artificial intelligence. So there's typically three types of analytics, descriptive, predictive, and prescriptive. Descriptive, uh, and most POS uh, handled this already. They look at data that happened in the past. With uh, predictive and prescriptive analytics, it looks at things in the future and enables you to act on those. Like uh, predicting um, how well a stock will do, things of that nature. Before you mentioned, um, you know, about how COVID kind of accelerated um, the uh, adaptation of uh, or adoption of AI. Um, do you feel now that restaurants are more likely to turn to technology solutions? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think um, the the common saying is that with this AI driven technologies, it was typically three to five year roadmap, and because of COVID, it's shrunk that down to to now. Right. So restaurants have to look beyond what they're doing now. Uh, I guess think outside the box, if you will, to remain um, to re remain competitive and separate themselves from their from the competition. So what's your general outlook for uh, the restaurants moving forward? And as we're you know hitting into 2021 and, um, you know, vaccines are being rolled out. So it's um, slow moving. Uh, couple things. So, yes, we've had um, increased interest in our platform, but it's still a little bit, I guess, slow moving, if you, if you will, like um, if you were to order takeout. It depends on your age group, but the, the younger generation, so I'm 50 years old, so maybe the younger folks that are 35 and below have no problem ordering everything from their phone. But sometimes the the older folks are still used to calling the restaurant to place their order. I mean, it's the same thing that we've seen with 
with banking apps. Uh, you used to have to go to a bank to deposit your checks. Now mainly it's mainly direct deposits, and you can do everything on your phone now. And uh, likewise with with movies. Ten years ago, during the Great Recession, how did people get their movies? Well, they went to Blockbuster, uh, and there was a little company known, known as Netflix. But now Blockbuster sees they're not even around, and we're seeing all these online movie online movie uh, platforms: Netflix, Hulu, Hulu, HBO Max, and so forth. So it's getting there. But I think uh, now and in, in, in the near future. As we're dealing with COVID, and even if COVID were to end today, these technologies will stick around because people have gotten used to them. So what are some of the future uses of AI, particularly in restaurants? So uh, a couple things. So uh, ordering platforms with personalized recommendations. I've heard of another uh, AI startups. So if you call uh, you know, a restaurant and... Um, they pick up your phone number and they see that you've ordered before your order history will pop up on their on their screen so now if you're the order taker you can recommend uh you know food and drinks uh could be um cooking robots what white castle uh, flippy the robot that white castle is using so there's a yeah a lot of uh, applications that uh, can be tied to restaurants and using artificial intelligence Thank you so much, Jerry. This has been great. Yeah, thanks, Barbara. Thanks for having me.